Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 127 of my weekly audio logcast. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings, and it's at your own risk that you embrace the unknown with me here today. Talking of unknown and uncertainty, that's the times of today, the times of now, the times of today, what we're going through as a society, as a community. You know, I have, I have family in Spain, my partner has family mm-hmm. in Italy, and it's in total mm-hmm. lockdown. You can only leave your house um, to shop or to go to the pharmacy or to go to work, I think, certain jobs you can still go to. Other than that, you can't leave your house. You can't gather with people to stay at home, keep yourself busy or creative or cooking or, you know. This is two-week retreat, man. For a lot of people, it's going to be hard. For me or for people that work from home or stuff like that, it's easy, right? But for people that tend to be at work at a different place from home every single day of the week, it's going to be tricky. They're going to have to process a lot, process a lot of shit. A lot of shit's going to come up. A lot of boredom, a lot of frustration. Um, yeah, but for others, for those that see the opportunity in the crisis, because there's always opportunity in crisis, right? Whether it's your company or your business, if you're a food company, you're probably going to thrive. Yeah, or you might have a creative business idea um, to respond to this fucked up situation. That's how some could see it. Fucked up situation. But it's always those that don't see the shit, but see the opportunity that lays within or around that shit. You know, if you just focus on the shit, it's like life, isn't it? You go around focusing all, 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 on all the things that are wrong or upside down or mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, life's not going to be much fun, is it? And I know it's hard, I mean, especially if you've had family members that have got the coronavirus or had it or maybe even passed away, you know? But then again, if we look at the broader perspective, it's it's one way of dying of many. And this is one of the things we're confronting here is death. And um, being visited by death can be seen in a positive light as well. Let's try and look at the positive side. Let's try and be optimistic here. Um, when we see death or we come, in, we come into contact with death and we feel death or death is around us, it's a reminder. It's a reminder that we're alive and that we can die. It reminds us to live our lives to the full because we can die, you know? Fear of death is is one of the big things I think that this situation is bringing up. Fear of not having enough food, dying of hunger, you know, people rushing to the supermarkets, even though they're not gonna close, they're gonna be fully functional. For now, anyway, we don't know where this is going, of course. Sorry, I just got interrupted there. I'm not sure where I left off, but, um. Yeah, death is, that's it. I was talking about death. Death is powerful, transformational, or it can be um, if we embrace it and accept it. Because death for me, if I look at my vegan days, it was, I was trying to avoid death, not kill anything, be anti-death, you know, anti-killing anything, whether it's animals or, you know, plants or, you know, you can get so sensitive that you could, you, you could think that just by going outside, you're going to stand on some insects. You don't want to do that. You know, you think of, of certain um, 
lineages of the Buddhism, how they, they sweep the path, you know, in front of the monk as he walks because he doesn't want to kill, you know, or he wants to reduce suffering and killing to the minimum, you know. And that's cool, it's respectable. But death is part of life and without death there is no life. It's like each time we sit down to eat, we're eating death. Whether it's meat, eggs, vegetables, fruit, there's always death involved in the process, in the circle of life, you know, always. Whether it's growing vegetables, raising a cow and slaughtering it. Um, I mean, fruit is one of, one of the few things that causes very little death, unless you use pesticides on the trees and stuff like that and kill insects. But for the most part, if it's just a natural organic tree, the fruit falls, right? And then you eat the fruit and then the seeds you poop them out, or this is what animals would do, or what he would do in the past, I guess, um, is poop them seeds out and they grow into something else. But we had to kill and bite into the apple, digest it, transform it. There's, 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 a, there's a form of death going on when you eat and you digest and you transform and you take the goodness and then you excretion. You, 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 you shit out the death. You poo out the death. You know, but out of that caca, out of that poo, life comes again. Life it's, it's regenerative. And if you think of manure from the cows that goes on the fields, it's shit. It's excretion. It's waste. They chewed the grass. They got all the goodness out of it, what they needed. And then they, sh they shit out the, the, what's, you know, what doesn't serve them. And it's gone through a big fucking process in their stomachs. It's fermented. It's, you know, it's done the whole shebang. And then it's on the ground and then shit. It gives life to the vegetables. It's this crazy circle of life that integrates death and without it wouldn't exist, of course, and neither would we. <sighs> so yeah, death is very present. Fear of death is very present in the, in, in the atmosphere of the world. I personally am feeling quite calm. Um, I, have, I have done some shopping. I'm saying I feel calm, but I've also being cautious. I've done some shopping. I've stocked up. I, I would say me and Karina have got food for enough food for a month, just in case, even though the supermarkets are going to be full. If you've got certain things that you really love and, or you really need, and you know, they could run out or they could be on low stock. You know, I know they're going to at the supermarkets limit people or they are doing this in Spain to buy one item of each thing per day, you know, so that people can't overdo it because people go crazy, you know, buying, fuck loads of stuff that they don't need and then it's going to go to waste because it won't keep you know unless it's dry goods so let's be practical let's be cautious and practical and prepare ourselves for the worst case scenario always but don't go fucking crazy try and find that line the the, the middle ground <laughs> you know <laughs> because otherwise it's just you know when we go into that when we go we get too stuck in fear and fear of survival, we go into survival mode, into that reptilian brain, reactive, this animal mind, monkey mind, we just start doing irrational shit, like crazy shit, stupid shit, you know? To try and keep calm. There's nothing we can do. All we can do is surrender, you know, even to the idea of death. If, if, if I'm going to get the virus and I'm going to die, well, then so be it. Like that's, I cannot decide whether that I can be cautious, I can wash my hands, I can do this. But man, if God or nature or the universe decides that I'm to go, I'm going to go. You know, it's like, forget about the coronavirus. I could go on a plane and the plane could crash. 
If it was my time, it was my time. But can we fucking meet that and be okay with that? That's my question. Can we integrate death through our food choices, through this current situation of the corona? You know, can we make peace with death? And can that bring more life into our lives? That's the paradox that I bring to you today. Anyway, we've moved into our new house. We're super excited looking out over the sea. Uh, the house is a bit of a mess and there's certain things that are not working in the new house, which is annoying. Um, but it's coming together. I've got no work, really. So struggling financially. There's, there's a lot of shit happening, you know? A lot of shit happening together. I've been moving house during this lockdown. Um, haven't got any money coming in or not much at all. You know, let's see how things go in the next few weeks or months. You know, the tourism, the tourism industry has gone to shit. Like, we were going to set up a bed and breakfast here, and who the fuck knows when we're going to be able to do that. So, yeah, struggling mm -hmm. times. We all are struggling for different reasons, but it's a collective struggle. And I do think we're in this together to surrender to what we don't control and also do our best when it comes to, you know, restrictive measures, shopping, um, and just cleaning our hands, whatever it is, you know, going to work and just if you're allowed to and being careful on how you do it, just being mindful of what we do and how we do it, you know? And um, yeah, something also smells off. I wanna keep this to the end because I don't wanna go too deep into conspiracy theories, but there's something that smells off. As I've been following the conspiracy theories for years. I haven't been in them, I haven't been into them in depth for the last few, but back in the days, few years ago I was fully into them and something I don't know there's lots of different dots that can be connected and we could talk about that for hours but ultimately we're not going to know that either because inf misinformation information misinformation the internet overwhelming chaos of information who the fuck knows what's going on so let's surrender let's trust let's support each other I wish you all the best wherever you are in the world and I'll talk to you again soon Ciao for now.